Topic number two on deck. Mahomes Chiefs survived the Titans in overtime 20 to 17. Did the Chiefs prove the league is still playing catch up? And Cuzzo, the mic is yours. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I don't think the league is playing catch up to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Kansas City Chiefs got a lot of competition around them. Um, when they lost Tyreek Hill, that explosive weapon on the outside, the Chiefs brought themselves back down to the regular pack to me. To the point where everybody, when they play Kansas City, not everybody, the, the upper end on scenes, the Buffalo, even the Cincinnati or or the Baltimore Ravens, per se, now the Jets, per se, you know, these good teams, the Titans. When they play Kansas City, they're not scared. And they shouldn't be. Not that Patrick Mahomes is not great. He's great. But that explosion on the outside is missing. And that made that team dynamic, explosive. Now they're a really good football team, just like everybody else. I think Kansas City can go beat anybody. But I think those good teams can beat Kansas City. So I don't think Kansas City is ahead of the pack by any stretch. Uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, they got a Super Bowl championship. That's great. But Tyreek Hill or some explosion on the outside is needed. When you double-team Travis Kelsey in that middle, they running game have never been all of that. Okay? What else? Now you're waiting for Patrick Mahomes' magic. Clearly, he did that last night. They did win in overtime. He used his legs. He used his arms. He did everything what he had to do to win. But let's just be realistic, okay? The Titans' offense was horrible, okay? They, the second half, what, they had like eight yards? That's a horrible, that was a horrible offense. Defensively, the Titans played well. But I, I no disrespect, uh, Kansas City is right in the thick of things with everybody else. They can get bumped off in the first round or they can go to the Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, uh, they're not head and shoulders above nobody. Zay, you know, um, I kind of agree with, um, you know, Freddie. So, I, I mean, in my opinion, like I thought the Chiefs when they had Tyreek Hill, they was above everyone because it was difficult to do it. You know, it was difficult to, to defend Tyreek Hill and defend against uh, Kelsey in the same game. You know, that was that was the kind of the complexities of the game. And now, all they really have to worry about is uh, Kelsey, and then the receivers, like whoever gets whoever goes off, is like that guy. But other than that, you know, because Mahomes will find anybody, and that's not the issue. But before they were um, above everyone, they was in a helicopter essentially, uh, yep. above everyone, just looking down. And now they're swimming with the the, the rest of the fishes in the AFC, which is uh, no, it's, it could be a scary game to play. You know, the Titans look like they had the game for the majority um, of the game, but um, like Freddie said, that second half was horrible. I think. Um, Malik Willis didn't attempt, didn't have a single receiver targeted in that second half of the game. I forgot what was the the stat nah, I saw. I think it was they, the first they time targeted the receivers, but the receivers had no catches. It was no receptions. Okay, that was the thing. Yeah, then I, that's that's just horrible. You know, that's that's not something good at all to see. And then you got people that was online talking about, yeah, Malik Willis is the next Lamar Jackson. I don't know about that. That, no. that ain't look too good when people said that. And then you see a showing of that magnitude. Uh, but to say about the Chiefs, right? To stay on topic about the Chiefs, I just think the Chiefs. Right now, it's all Kelsey. You know, it's the Kelsey in, in my home show, and then whatever receiver can potentially have the, that hundred yard catch. I mean, that hundred yard game or the, the eight catch game is like going to be the receiver for that game. I know Juju has been having a good season so, thus far on the Chiefs. Um, he's not putting in like uh, explosive eye opening numbers, but he's showing that he has talent. You know, like that he's not that guy that everyone was calling him. You know, TikTok Juju. <laughs> and all this other stuff on in Pittsburgh. So I think right now uh, he's showing that he has some talent, but the Chiefs are, are right in the middle of the pack. I don't think they're like 
um the number the, that number one team in the AFC like everyone was calling them before prior you know they, they're, they're that's a team where they can kind of lose a game you know they, they're a team that could lose any game at this point before the Chiefs were like no one could beat them now you know when they when you play them in the playoffs you're not as worried or scared to play against them they're just like all right they're just another team you know they got some weapons but we got weapons on defense we got you know it's, it's a stacked AFC you know I think we said it before the season the AFC is extremely stacked you just see like all right Andy Reid is just a superior coach to everyone. So that's where the difference is. But other than that, the talent is matched up. Good take. Uh, for anybody that think that the Chiefs are, you know, ahead of the water, ahead of the pack, some team, some animal living in the hillside, stop this madness right now. Okay, I think Zay and, and Fred did a good job of setting me up a layup so I can dunk this ball and bring us home. Look, <laughs> when we go back, one of the big takeaways that I have from this game, and it's a big generalized take, right? I feel like a lot of Bill Belichick disciples, they try to act like Bill Belichick, and it irks my spirit because you're not Bill Belichick. For example, you know, um, when you had Brian Flores, when he coached the Dolphins, he brought this no BS attitude, and it didn't really serve all the players right. Like, the players and Brian Flores was disconnected. Tua was not confident under Brian Flores. So it did more harm than it did good. And he got up out of there. Look at how the Dolphins are playing right now. No shots at Brian Flores. He's a good coach. But I just want to point that out. Um, Joe Judge took it up a notch when he coached the Giants, you know, actually had a detention system over there with the Giants. And we saw he got ran up out of there as well. Guys want to be Bill Belichick. And Mike Vabel is another guy that I consider to be one of the more successful Bill Belichick disciples that there is in the NFL the majority of them don't really do good. They end up back with Bill Belichick. But Mike Vrabel in this game, only allowing Malik Willis to throw the ball five times, was very Bill Belichick-esque. We saw yep. that game last year when it was Monday Night Football in windy conditions where Mac Jones only threw the ball three times and he ran the ball, ran the ball. Like, you're playing the Bills. The Bills are not a pass-heavy team. So you could beat the Bills like that. And at that time, they were they couldn't stop the run. In this game, you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, dummy. Okay, you need to pass the rock a little bit more. You need to keep the Chiefs defense off bay. They know it's going to come. And that's the thing about Mike Vrabel and these Bill Belichick disciples. They try to copy the blueprint of the master. When in all actuality, the master is the master for a reason. Because he's the greatest of all time. Now, I thought that there were a couple shots that Malik Willis threw on the outside that were catchable balls that were dropped. That... You know, guys didn't make a play. And that's what happens when you're cheap, right? It costs to be cheap. People don't realize that sometimes. It actually costs to be cheap. And it's costing the Titans right now when they let go of A.J. Brown, who I'm sure Cuzzle was glad that they took. Was like, okay, I'll take him. Yup, I'll pay him. Yup, because guess what? They can't slay him without him, right? So when you go to A.J. Brown and that void that's missing, you, your best hope was that Traylon Burks would have give you that production similar to that of the Vikings trading away Stephon Diggs and get Justin Jefferson. You wanted that to be the case, but guess what? The guy wasn't on the football field. He struggled in training camps. He struggled to get healthy in many camps. He struggled this year to be healthy. He's not even playing in this game. So that's what happens when you become cheap. Uh, cheap because I looked at the game last year. It was hitting on them outside shots. When the Chiefs and the Titans played last year, they ran the mm. football with Derrick Henry and then they took the shots over play action up the sideline where A.J. Brown made those contested catches that were not made last night. So that's what happens when you become cheap. And to go back to the Chiefs question. Listen, 
Guys have to play like they want to win. I'll give the Chiefs this. To answer the question the way how I could try to answer it, I would say this. The league is not ready to win yet. The Chargers, I think they still have talent that could beat Kansas City on any given night. But are they ready to win? The right. Titans, they played, they outperformed the Chiefs last night on all assets of the game, bullied them, right? The Chiefs tried to do a little sneaky thing and bully them, bully the bully. Nah, sit your ass down, kid. I'm going to bully you. But guess what? They didn't want it. They didn't win. They wasn't ready to win. The game against um Las Vegas, 17-0. I'm <laughs> outplaying the Chiefs. They wasn't ready to win, right? The Chargers, the first matchup. Mahomes threw four interceptions that were dropped. That was dropped. They lost by one. You do the math. They wasn't ready to win. So even though the Chiefs, right, is ahead, well, won't be on paper. They're not ahead of everybody else. I don't believe that teams in the AFC is ready to win. Mm. So you take that for what it's worth. Mm. Yeah, no, nah, I, I hear you on that one. Um, you know, they, I think that I think the AFC is getting confidence though, and I think that confidence started last year with Cincinnati Bengals. After that AFC Championship game, I thought teams coming into this season wasn't afraid of Kansas City. Now, just like you explained, this year San Diego, the the, the Las Vegas Raiders, they had great opportunities to beat Kansas City. But I think sometimes, Cuzzo, we're gonna have to start giving Patrick Mahomes some credit for being a comeback kid. I mean, look, I'm going to ignore that last statement because um, I think there's a lot of primary factors that go into that. Number one, when you look in this game primarily, when the Titans had the lead, it was about 17 to 9 for like seven straight possessions where they was up. And seven straight possessions, the Chiefs didn't score. And now they moving behind the sticks. And now you're asking your quarterback, a rookie quarterback, in his second ever game in the NFL starting to operate from behind the sticks. You right. want to be third and one, third and four, third and five at max. You don't want to be third and 10, third and Ben, third and 15. You don't want to be like that. You want him to be ahead of the sticks, ahead of the curbs. He was playing from behind the sticks. I think another thing, too. This is another thing. The game is always open because teams don't want it. And it goes back to my point about winning. Because if you win the game and you don't have these penalties, then Mahomes can't come back. Mm-hmm. There was a couple plays where they had the, the you know, down the field taken care of, and there was space for Mahomes to operate. You have to spy on Mahomes. You cannot allow him to get that first down. Those were easy. When you look at Mahomes, he's not Lamar Jackson fast. He's not a powerful runner like um Josh Allen. But mm-hmm. why is it that he has <laughs> those open lanes to make those plays? It's because of the gravity and the offensive line who's blocking. When you have a good offensive line, that can protect you and hold you up, it allows those receivers to reroute. And now you can scramble out of the pocket, and now you're worried about guys that still have speed. You talk about Tyreek Hill and the loss. Of course, that's a loss. But MVS kind of make up for some of that speed because he's a speedy dude, one of the fastest players in the league. And you also got guys that can move a little bit. So it allows Mahomes to slow kill you in a way. So, yeah, Mahomes, at the end of the day, he's clutch. But also what I'm also saying is that if the game is won, you got to win it. Mm-hmm. And these teams haven't been doing a good job of doing that. Right. That's you know, I'll say this real quick. You know, I think um, all everything I said was correct. You know, and I think when we look at this Chiefs team, you're kind of just waiting for that next team, essentially, in the AFC to oversee them, right? That, that's essentially what we're waiting for. It's like what team 
is going to oversee the Chiefs. Because when the playoffs happen, you know, the Chiefs, is, people thought the Bills was going to oversee the Chiefs last year. Um, you know, didn't happen. You know, well, past couple of years, really. Not just one. And um, so we're waiting, you're just waiting for one, that one team. Because right now, you know, we saw what the Bengals did last year. Are they going to be able to do that again this season? We see, you know, when, if the Ravens are fully healthy, will they be able to do something, you know, with a fully healthy defense, fully healthy offense? Um, you know, the Chargers in their own division, you know, are they going to somehow get it together? Is Brandon Staley going to uh, fix, like, do something to get this offense flowing? Because, you know, they had a couple of gimme games early in the season that they literally dropped. <laughs> so it's yeah. something that you have to look at what the, is the, what is the rest of the AFC going to do? You know, what about the Dolphins or the Dolphins, the Jets or the Bills or one of those teams going to surprise uh, the Chiefs, you know, or the Bills is kind of like the favorite. So Jets or Dolphins, are they going to surprise somebody in the AFC? Because that's really what's going to happen. Like, are one of those teams, one of those some sneaky teams that have, that have been playing well, are they going to surprise somebody when the lights are bright in the playoffs? So that's something I think we all just have to wait and kind of find out. Yo, I would say this. Okay, close. I would say this because the playoffs are like March Madness. When to go home. So yeah, yeah. any team could give Kansas City a punch in the mouth and they don't recover from it. Like the right. Bengals did, right? Even yeah. though it was opposite, the Kansas City Chiefs punched them in the mouth, had them with a lead. I believe it was like 20 to zero, but the Bengals respond. So it could oh. be that way. It could be the team punching Kansas City in the mouth. So, yeah, in that retrospect, of course. But if the Chiefs going to continue to have help, the referees, come on. Come on. I mean, that offensive PI in the end zone with Kelsey took the man's helmet off and it, the guy got flagged for holding. I mean, come uh, on, like that uh, not cuzzo, no cuzzo, no. That you see, you, you trying you trying to shoot down that narrative already. Nah, cuzzo, I got you. I'm gonna I'm gonna just finish. I'm gonna, I got you because I see you already. Because look, let's not act like in the NBA, in the NFL, referees don't give certain guys or players or teams with credentials more respect. <laughs> it happens, and that's what I'm seeing with Kansas City. Okay, they giving them the benefit of the whistle, right? What we, you know, we got to be fair, right? Because Tom Brady been the beneficiary of that whistle for decades. We got to be fair to that. So we don't, we don't bring that up when we talk about his greatness. We still talking about Pat Mahomes' greatness. We shouldn't be bringing that up unless you want to open up Pandora's box. Stop bringing it up for your guy, which is the goal. No, 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 no. It's not an individual thing. I literally just said that athletes with credentials get calls. Tom Brady is included. Okay, right. that's athletes with, with credentials. He has a whole lot of credentials, okay? He won seven championships. That's a whole lot of credentials right there. What I'm saying is that the Chiefs, as a whole, as a team, are benefiting from the whistle. If you dissect Tom Brady over the years in those playoff games, before he had credentials, it was something that was called the, uh, what was that called? The, uh, against the Raiders. The tuck rule. Oh, the tuck right? rule. Yeah, yeah. And he got the benefit of that call. Okay, let's be fair to that. Right? He had no credentials yet. Okay? But anyway. I would like to see Patrick Mahomes go through adversity and win a big playoff game on the road. I think that's the next level of Patrick Mahomes to be an all-time great quarterback because no disrespect to Patrick Mahomes, he had a lot of these games at home. I need to see him go on the road. I want to see him go to Buffalo. And you go to Buffalo and win that. I'm like, yo, listen, we got to start saying this is that dude. So before we actually say he is that dude, let me see. Because Tom Brady won playoff games on the road. I saw him do it. So I don't see Patrick Mahomes do the same thing. That's all I'm saying. And ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from the break, we got another take. Top number three on deck. Keep it locked.